Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Mental Golf Show. I'm your host, Josh Nichols. On today's episode, I just want to kind of talk about this year and how this year has been and kind of um, maybe like a self-therapy session where I can just uh, talk to you guys about how this year has been, highs and lows, and um, yeah, maybe I I can... Uh, kind of get some of this into the ether of how I've been feeling, how this year has gone, and and that kind of stuff. So I officially started Josh Nichols Golf Mental Coaching on January 1st. Uh, Months before that, I guess, um, I mean, really the whole, I guess kind of the whole year before that. Well, let's, let's take it back. Let's go way back. To, to, to 2017, the U.S. Mid-Am, uh, I played really well in it, and then when I came back, I I put the clubs away for a month or two, and then, you know, obviously during that whole time, if you've been following me in, in any capacity, you would know that I questioned a lot of um, of my priorities and really didn't didn't feel like I was doing what I should be doing anymore as far as pursuing pro golf. So I I set that aside and talked to my then swing instructor, now mentor slash kind of half boss a little bit, uh, Robert Linville at Precision Golf School, uh, one of my favorite people on this earth that I've met so far. Um, he he said, Josh, your improvement in the mental game was so good and so relatively fast that I think you would be really good at this and really good at helping others and using your experience to help others. And that was probably in November or December of 2017. And I spent the next four or five months kind of floundering, kind of in limbo. I applied to a lot of jobs. I think I sent probably somewhere between 30 and 40 applications for just random jobs like, you know, sales representative at blah, blah, blah company, uh, HR, whatever at blah, blah, blah company and did that and, and never got anything. Like I knew a lot of people in some great companies over here in the Raleigh area that put a word in for me and it just didn't work out. And uh, so I I moved on from that and um, I kept doing the catering thing and and working for my uh, working for my dad when I could. And, and actually that hadn't really materialized until Kayla and I got engaged and realized we wanted to use my parents uh, backyard or back property as a wedding venue. And so my dad and I got to work on fixing it up and making it nice. And that was probably from February or March of 2018 to July of 2018 when Kayla and I got married. And from, from kind of that point on, I really started working for my parents as a quote-unquote employee, not even quote-unquote, I was an employee working 
getting paid to help them with the wedding venue. And um, so really from July through the rest of the year, that's what I did. And I helped my dad with his business too, his refrigeration company. And, and through that July to the end of the year, 2018, last year, I was talking with Robert, my instructor and now mentor, about how can we... I kind of got to a point where I said, okay, Robert, I'm going to take you up on what you said. I want to, I want to help others. I want to help, help people with their mental game because of what I was able to learn through my own mental game and how I was able to improve, not just from practicing the right way and, and getting my swing right, but mostly through my perspective on golf and through, um, how I viewed golf and, my priority, uh, once I I got my priorities in line, golf fit in with a perfect balance and I was able to do it even better even though it wasn't always my highest priority. So I wanted to do that for other players. So kind of late third or into the fourth quarter of 2018, Robert and I really started uh, kind of looking at how can we help players like what what kind of format does this even take and really January 1st is just to give it a clean date even though it didn't really have one January 1st I I quote unquote launched Josh Nichols golf mental coaching um, you know in the form of a website in in the form of uh, hey Robert I am, I am now fully pursuing this as what I want to do with my future, and and kind of hey world, I am fully doing this, and and through from like January to May of this year, two thousand nineteen, we we kind of worked on. Uh, we developed the mental game assessment, which we still have, and we're actually in a we're renovating it for a second time, or renovating it for the first time, kind of version two point um, And we developed that at the at the beginning of this year, along with um, so like a mental game scorecard, that kind of thing. And I developed a post game, like a post round mental game review. And all these things we kind of developed. We wanted a like a foundation, a platform that once a player comes in and wants mental coaching, they have somewhere to go. They have things to do immediately. So we built that for the first four months. And then in May of 2019, this year, I started working with my first player. And I think I even started with three or four players, but May was was when that started as far as working with actual golfers and not just theorizing and that was actually really hard because uh my first my very first uh session with a player it kind of felt like a first date <laughs> yeah maybe you know that feeling where i've got a i've got to enter- entertain this person i've got to seem interesting to this person i got to seem like i know what i'm talking about i got to I gotta seem professional. I gotta feel like I'm worth their money, um, and 
And I was nervous that whole time, like I didn't know what I was doing, because I didn't. And, you know, looking back even from May to now, you know, eight months later, I I was clueless then, and I'll look back eight months from now uh, that and say, wow, I was really clueless then too. So, um, but I was nervous, and I was, I was like... Um, unsure of what I was doing and and unsure if this is something I'm gonna gonna be even good at ever and I really enjoyed it though and I was you know I'm having this actual impact on a player whether or not they're listening to me I get to try to have an impact on a player and I get to do for a player that this this player was in high school uh, this very first session Man, what I would have done for that very thing, that very resource, when I was that same age, 17-ish in high school, that um, if I could have talked to somebody, I would have. And um, and if I had just been told by someone, you need this, this will help you. You, you can get better at golf if you do this. You can, life can be better if you do this, then I... I would have said yes easily, but no one told me that, and that's not a fault of anyone else, but um, I just didn't know about it. So I I kind of took that feeling like a what would Josh need at 17 or what would Josh need at X age, and and I give that to the player, and I, you know, I, I use my experience to help the player. I use what I would have wanted to hear back then to help the player. And I, uh, and you know, it's, it, it wasn't always perfectly smooth throughout this whole year. Um, although every time I worked with a player, it was, it was awesome and fun. And I really felt like I was doing what I should be doing it. You know, it, when you first start a business, it's, it's usually pretty slow. You know, you no one knows about you. You're virtually, um, uh, what's the word? Invisible. You're virtually invisible in the landscape. So you have to, you have to do so many things at the beginning of starting a business to one, learn a lot and grow your personal knowledge and skills. Two, you have to build everything from the ground up from scratch. Uh, like a website and a payment structure and uh, resources that uh, you you can give out, you know, both free and paid, and social media and and writing skills and video skills and audio skills and all these things that um, you start out clueless. And you have to learn all these things, not to mention learn your actual craft and being good at helping players with their mental game. Because I I know my own mental game and like I I don't even I I barely know how to help myself, let alone let alone another player. So I have to learn how to help other players and how I can gain that skill to help other players. And that's a learning process and everything I've done has had a learning curve. So this year has been basically just a year of learning. But it's not like this year will be the only year I'll learn. I'll I will continue that learning into 2020. I I will never be completely good at what I'm doing. And if you can hear in the background now, uh 
the neighbor across the street is grinding a stump in their front yard. So yeah, it's going to be loud, unfortunately. But anyway, um, sorry, I'm out of breath. I just had to go get the dogs to stop them from barking because my wife is still asleep this morning and I don't want the dogs to wake her up. But yeah, this year had a lot of highs and a lot of lows. You know, whenever you start something new and you feel like you have something to offer, you you want to offer it to everybody. You want to help everybody as much as you can. And you want um, not even like the money part of it. You don't even, it's not even like you want um, like, I just want to get paid more. And I just want to like turn this into a business that's thriving with a lot of money. I The money part I honestly doesn't, it's not like it wasn't a motivation at all this year. I any any money I might have made from it was always a bonus. But I wanted to do more and I wanted a thriving business for the fact of that I, I just want to help players more and I wanna I enjoy the feeling of helping other players more. And I want other players to do better and and that's what I wanted a thriving business for. But you know, there was so many stretches where it was where I wasn't able to help anybody because there just wasn't enough players that knew about me or um, the players that I had didn't, you don't need a session every every week. Um, I have my own opinions on uh, quantity of sessions for the mental game and quantity of sessions for physical game and what's more important. I have my own opinions on that, but that's for another time. But I do... I do need I need more players in my repertoire to to be able to be doing sessions all the time. And and 2019 was not that. I don't know if t- 2020 will be that, you know, if if any uh trends show uh anything, then it won't be that because, you know, I'll have the same players that I've had and you know, one might drop off, I might get another and and it might go that way, but um, I don't. I'm not sure what 2020 needs to be, other than me learning and getting better at what I do, and continuing to talk to other people and learning from them, and reading books and reading articles and watching golf and learning from that, and giving my my opinions and my thoughts out into the world, and. And if others like it and they come to me because of it, then great. Um, but it it's not it's still not an expectation of mine that others will come to me. I still have to work hard for it. I still have to gain the knowledge and put it out there and expect nothing in return because so far, you know, it's been relatively nothing in return, and that's okay. You know, like a year of of putting stuff out like articles and videos and podcasts um, to to be where I am now to where it, the, my audience is still really small. And that's okay. I'm not saying like, I'm not complaining. But um, I can just tell you out there if you're listening that things take a long time to, to gain traction. And even if it's just like a year in the grand scheme of things is short. But a year being your first year is a very long time. So this year has been awesome. Um, 
you know, I, I never would have put out, I didn't, I haven't actually counted up how many articles I've done or whatever, but I started out the year doing an, a brand new article every week. And I didn't do one every week for throughout the entire year. If I, if I could change one thing, I would change that, that I would have done a, an article every week. Um, you know, I would have learned something new and turned it into an article every week and, you know, maybe done a podcast along with it. And, and I didn't do that, but that's okay. Um, I still, I put out probably 30-ish articles or something, 20, 20 to 30 articles that I never would have put out, ever. I, I never would have put, quote-unquote, pen to paper to create something like that had I not had this opportunity. I created a bunch of videos. I did a stretch in the middle of the year where I was putting out a, like a vlog every day. And I never would have done that if I didn't have this prompting and this opportunity. And, and now, towards the end of the year, I've kind of dived more into podcasting. And, and that has given me the opportunity to reach out to college coaches at some of the top schools in the entire country to, to talk to them about their processes and how they help their players and how they got into coaching and how how I can better help players and what players need to be doing to get better. And I would have never had that opportunity if I wasn't doing this. I would have never talked to uh, the head coach at Auburn or the the head women's coach at, at Auburn and and so many good coaches. I'm, I'm only thinking of those two right now because they've been kind of recent. But I've got some more coming up that are just just uh, awesome coaches that know so much more than I do and more than most of us do. But I, I never would have had these opportunities if I wasn't doing this. And it feels so good to create things and give back into what I've been trying to take from for so long. Like, um, I've, I spent 27 years trying to gain things, trying to increase my own abilities and get better at golf and and looking inward and selfishly and um you know selfish is a is kind of a bad term it's got uh you know negative connotation to it but i don't you know being selfish is necessary to to be a really really good golfer you have to you have to have some selfishness of you know i'm I'm going to work on myself and that's going to be my top priority and and that's okay. It's not a it's not a problem. But I realized that I was not as healthy of a person. I was not a whole person when I was only working on myself and myself being the top priority. When I started looking outward and Kayla being the first prompting of that uh, to care for someone else and to love someone else and then okay there's this whole you know my church family to love for them and and to get to be able to receive love from them from this community from this family um that was like a second prompting and and like um like Josh maybe you need a need a family need a better community around you that um can pour back into your life and you can give to them and um and now 
the throughout the year from May to now of working with other golfers and they're not they're not interested in my in in my golf game they're interested in their golf game and they're doing the selfish thing which is great they need to be to be a good golfer but i i'm forced to use my experience yes look back at myself but then point it towards them and share with them and make them better through what i've learned and i have to i have to put myself second over and over and over again and that has been healthy for me and you know i think most golfers could use a dose of that of yes you have to be selfish yes you have to look after yourself first to be a good golfer but you need a balance of okay it's not about me now i'm going to focus on others i'm going to focus on this one person maybe a significant other i'm going to focus on this group of people maybe it's friends family church uh school whatever and and really like let go of myself let myself disappear and totally be in the life of someone else and and i think you need a balance a dose of helping other players do what you are good at like using your own skills and abilities and training and and um and what you've earned to help others and that you know that could come in so many different forms if if you're a golfer you can um take someone out that's younger than you to the course and just just let them ask you any question that they have or um or maybe you work with the first tee. I've never personally done any volunteer opportunities like that, but um maybe you could work uh work some kind of school a golf school clinic or something with younger players that um you can tell them what you wish you had heard when you were their age. And that's that's how this uh circle of life goes. You you live life and then you get to experience it through other people that are younger than you or older than you. Um and speaking of my church family, one of like my small group leader, he always says um whatever you're going through either someone else has already gone through it or someone else is about to go through it so you can you can ask for help and from from the experienced person or you can give help to the person that is about to experience it so there's never any purely selfish experience where um woe is me I'm the only one going through this no one else has ever had to deal with this and um and you can help and you can be helped and and speaking of being helped one of the biggest things of of my life that i have done in 2019 is gone to a christian counselor uh and just the just the ability to talk to someone talk to a professional about um about my needs and what I'm going through and what's on my heart and what's on my mind and what I struggle with and and my personal balance of of life and time management and uh self-care while balancing that with others caring for others and um just hearing from someone like that that he has been able to help me so much and And I don't know what it sounds like to hear that the the quote unquote golf therapist 
goes to a therapist. I don't, I don't know what that sounds like, but um, I, I think you should hear that everyone needs help. Everyone, no one has made it just because the person teaching, uh, just because a person is teaching doesn't mean they've made it and they've figured it all out. Um, I need just as much help as the next person. And my, what I need is different than the next person. Um, but in order to care for others to the best of my ability, I have to care for myself. I have to make sure I'm a balanced person. So I guess the moral of the story is, um, this year has been a lot, uh, a year of, of trying and experimenting and learning so many different things. And I think by the end of the year, I've kind of found a balance of, um, of what I need to be doing and how I can best help other players that, you know, I'm, I'm just where I am right now. Hindsight's 2020, get it year 2020. So in 2020, I'll learn even more about how I can help players and how I can learn better and what I need to do to put my stuff out into the world. And, and it's always going to be a process of learning and I never want to quit learning because I know that's the, that's the way to ultimately get better and ultimately be able to help others the most. So I, um, I hope to always, I hope to always keep learning and continue to find balance in my own life. And, um, because I know when I'm balanced, I can help others better. So thank you for listening. Thank you for this year of spending time with me and and getting to know me through from a distance and allowing me to get to know you from a distance in a lot of times and up close through my one-on-one sessions with players. And um, I'm excited about 2020. Uh, if 2019 is any indication, then 2020 will be fun and awesome and full of new experiences and scary at times and low at times, um, but but also just going to be an awesome experience, and I'm, I'm super excited about it, and I can't wait to experience it with you. So, yeah, till, till next year, um, I, I, I really enjoy doing this. And I'm, I really am happy that you're here listening, so thank you. And I will uh, catch you guys later. Oh, and if you want more, head to joshnicholsgolf.com or text me 336-399-1825. All right, see you later.